Good morning. How are you? Finally. Thank you. Oh, man. Uh, there's just, um, today, there's just so much on my heart. I just feel so full. I've been telling people today, I feel more prepared than I've ever felt in my life to just uh, to minister to you guys and just to, I hope today, to plant a lot of seed because, like he said, we're seed planters. You know, just to piggyback on what you were saying about cause your sun to shine on the darkest nights, you know, we, um, we just started sleep training my daughter, my oldest daughter, who's uh, <laughs> moving her out. She's two, and we're moving her out of the bed, which we probably should have done that a long time ago, but... Uh, <laughs> So we're going through that, and I'm like, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, Lord, if you can split the Red Sea, you can help us sleep train. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we ought to trust God and even the things like that, you know, because I'm, if, if I'm being honest, I'm thinking about, I'm, I'm preaching this Sunday, and I'm thinking about all the sleepless nights that I, I'll have throughout the week, and I'm like, no, let's wait, let's not do it, and um Here's the truth in that, that God doesn't want to wait for you to get all your ducks in a row. God wants you to go ahead and respond to his grace and go ahead and to step into it. A lot of times we're waiting for all our situations to line up before we say yes. And I just, and, and so I just felt subtly the, the Lord just speaking to me. It was Wednesday night and he's like, do it now. Like, go ahead. Let's do it. You know, me and my wife were discussing, are we ready to do this? And I'm not going to lie, the first night was a little challenging. I think we, it was like up until like four in the morning every hour going in there to, to assure her. But cause your sun to shine on darkest nights. You know, we as fathers have the opportunity to reveal the sun to our children. Like, we have the opportunity to show the Father's heart. And, like, just this, this place, man, there's just so much in my heart right now. This place that I'm, that I'm in right now, I'm just, I, I'm, today's going to be a bit of a testimony of what God is doing in my life. I, I am feeling so fathered right now in my life, more than I've ever felt fathered. And I'm not just, I'm not talking about just, in this moment here, these segmented moments that we make in life, but I'm talking about as I'm walking throughout my day and, and the things that we just, we call common and the things that we just, it's just routine. I'm just feeling God just subtly fathering me in those moments. And, and, and that's, man, that's relationship, you know? It, I, I was talking to the teenagers Wednesday that it would be weird if, uh, me and my wife, we schedule time that we talk together. And, and, and our relationship with the Lord is meant to be, it's meant to be alive and it's meant to be a relationship that's, that's thriving and it's ongoing and it's a conversation that's happening through the day. And so the Lord's just been fathering me. And so one of these nights uh, with my daughter sleep training her, she's, she says the probably the worst thing uh, your, your little girl could say, and she's saying, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. You know, you're just like, oh no, like, all right, get back, devil, get thee behind me. 
you know, because you don't want to see your, you know, you don't want to see your daughter, you don't want to see your children afraid. And so just through this fathering and through what's happening in my heart, I was just able to go in there and uh, just, like, I'm blown away by, like, how she can understand and comprehend, like, what I'm saying. She's two years old. I'm, like, having a conversation with her. And I'm just like, hey, listen, honey, there's, uh, there's nothing, there's nothing you need to be afraid of. You know, uh, I know you're feeling fearful right now. I know it's dark because this all happened when I turn off the light. You know, I was like, we're going to turn off the light, okay? No nightlight. Like, I don't know, that's something I'm feeling in my heart. No nightlight. Like, you know, uh, like, let's, let's teach them to not fear the darkness. You know, what a concept. <laughs> uh, and so I'm just like fathering her like listen there's no reason to be afraid I'm like Jesus is in here with you and she's like uh where (laughs) I'm like he's over there in the corner okay and she's like uh okay daddy okay and she went right to sleep didn't have another issue the whole night what if we could live that way That when we are, I mean, we may not be saying it like that, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, but in our hearts, that's what we're crying. And you know what our hearts are meant to cry? Our hearts, it says in Galatians 4, that our hearts are meant to cry, Abba, Father. Like it's already, it says that our hearts are crying, Abba, Father. See, when we said yes to Him, you got a new heart. And that heart is constantly communicating, Abba, Father, 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 Father. And so, man, I just, I just love how, and last night, I say, let's see, that's night four, she didn't wake up once. Like, you know, praise God, you know, hey, it's awesome, yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's cool, that's just, it's cool to see how God, when He's fathering us, it is, He gives us room to father those around us and to be that love and to be that light. And so, um, you know, today I have zero notes, <laughs> which could be dangerous. Um, but I just, I have a, I feel like there's a permission in my heart and there's a freedom to just allow God to speak through me today. And uh, just God, like I just, I, I've said, God is doing a work in my life that it's, it's, it's tangible and it's real. And, that, and that's, what we, that's what we need. We need this word to become truth to us. Not just where it, it goes into here, but it's, but it's in our heart. And, and it transforms us. You know the reason that we gather together? It's to consider one another, to stir up one another in good works and love. Like the reason that we gather, the reason is for transformation. It's to come in one way and out another and to understand the truths of what God has done through Jesus Christ, through His finished work, that there is a way to live 
that is beyond just the experience of the world. Like there is a peace and there's a joy and there's a love that you can tap into that it's you, it comes and you know that it's not you. That, you. that you know that it's something bigger than you. And that's his truth going into your heart and that seed being planted and bearing fruit in your life. I started, um, I started this year... I talked about having, we talked about, we started in Ephesians in the beginning of this year, and we talked about having the eyes of our hearts enlightened, that we would know the calling, that we would know the inheritance that's been given to us, and know that the power that resides within us, and that power is the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And it's not just a power to perform the miraculous, it's a power to live in a way that joy, peace, and love supersede every other thing in your life. And one of the illustrations that I used, some of you may remember this, is I had a large cylinder up here, and, um, and it was full of ping pong balls. Does anybody remember that? And... What I had was a pitcher of water, and that water represented God's Word, God's truth, God's love. And what happened as we began to pour the water into the pitcher, all the ping pong balls in that pitcher, they all represented negative things that, uh, or untrue thoughts about maybe the way that we think about ourselves, uh, about the way that we view God, the way that we view the world. And, and so, and, and that sphere, it represented our heart. And, and so when we poured God's truth, God's love and God's word into this, into this cylinder, what happens is the, the, these thoughts, these ping pong balls just begin to overflow to where they fall out, right? Y'all remember that? And that is, I feel like, is kind of a picture of what I've just been experiencing this year. It's just filling up with God's truth, God's word, and God's life. And I, and I want to encourage you that as you do that and you, and you stay consistent, consistency is key. As you stay consistent, those things just to begin to overflow out of your life. You know, it's, it's a fruit of the Spirit. It's, and then when you talk about the flesh, it's not the fruit of the flesh. Like the, the things of the flesh, it's not a fruit, it's a work. And so when we're walking in Spirit and we're pouring this truth into our lives, those thoughts, those things that dominate us, and it may be fear, it may be you, you may crying, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. But as you pour God's love and His truth into your life, those feelings and those emotions will begin to come out. And here's the truth when I shared that is that, so what happens is when you're full of God's truth, you're full of God's life, you can try to put those thoughts back on, but they can only stay to the surface. 
And when they stay the surface, you can deal with them, right? You can deal with them. When those thoughts are just on the surface, you're able to deal with them. And so something I've just been, something I've been learning is that, you know how we're always, we're always told, or we hear it a lot, that we need to learn to love? What I'm learning in my heart and what I'm learning through God and through His Spirit is that we are to become love. And here's the paradox. I'm not saying that you're not love because I have to qualify that statement. You are full as He is, so are we in this world. You are full of God's life. You are full of everything that is in Jesus. But, so the illustration is, um, has anybody ever been like uh, washing their car or something like that and they get a kink in the hose, right? God's life is trying, or God's life is moving through us like water through a water hose, right? And there are things in life, and there are things that can kink, those can be um, perce- wrong perceptions ways that we view things, it can cause us to let that flow that is trying to get to us be stopped. It's called choking the Word. And here it is. We are the ones that are gauging how much of that truth is going to flow through us. We are the determining factors by our hearts, determining How much am I going to let God's truth into my life? How much am I going to let His presence, His fullness come through me? It's it's all about knowing Him. Like, the more and more that I just see His truth, and the more I just see that, we just need to know Him. You know, it's impossible for us to love one another without knowing Him. Impossible. And so what I'm seeing in my life as I'm, as I'm knowing Him, that I'm able to love my children, I'm able to love my wife, with a love that's not of my own. I'm able to walk in a peace that is not of my own. I'm able to walk in a way that is, that's free from me. And so I'm kind of just like, man, I'm just like, feel like, man, God is so good, and God has been so good to me. Here's the big truth. We have to understand, we have to understand that we don't have to fear adversity or fear challenges. Adversity and challenges are the opportunity for us to shine. You know, I've gone through 
I've gone through my life so much just fearing like the simplest and the really the silliest thing. I remember struggling with like pumping gas when I first started driving and things like, you know, just just things that would really didn't make sense to fear those things. But challenges will come in our life. Adversity will come. But here's the truth, is that God's love and God's power is in us to push through all adversity, all challenge, and everything. And we can experience His life and His truth. Father, I just thank You. Father, I just thank You for Your love. Thank You for Your fullness. Just thank You for Your peace. God, we just stopped to to look at You. Father, Jesus, God, we need you. Help us see that we need you. Help us see that your word is true, that your word brings life. God, help us surrender everything to you. God, help us see you, that you gave your life on the cross. You took the power of sin. You took the power of darkness. You took the power of everything that would come against us. Give us life. God, right now we just pause and we just see everything that we may be feeling in our lives. God, we see that you, it was placed on you. Right now, just right now in your heart, yeah. Just right now, whatever is dominating you in your thoughts, whatever is bringing you fear, worry, anxiety, just put that, put that on Him. It's all about transformation. This is all about experiencing you. Father, we just thank you God, we just open up our hearts to be thankful of you. It's all about knowing you. That's the reason that we're here, is to look at you. Not just to hear a message, but to know you. To hear your voice in the subtleness of our days.
God, to know that you are with us, God, that you are for us, that you're not against us, that when trials or things come against us, that nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. We appreciate you. We just invite you into our lives. We just invite you into our hearts. You are good. We just look at you. Hey. How good? Good. I'm sweating a little bit up here. I'm the big thing I would want just to communicate and sow into your life is that this truth, like when we read the instruction in this word, it's not just a mere suggestion. It's an opportunity to become what this word is saying. Like when Paul says in Philippians 2.14 that do all things without complaining. Man, that's a good one. <laughs> Isn't it? Because here's the truth. See, I think a lot of times when we read this, we look at it as something that we are to, we look at it as instruction of a way that we need to live. And that's what I mean by learning to love. Like we don't learn to stop complaining. Like we realize, because when it's talking about that in Philippians 2, it says, put this mind on. Like that's the mindset that we carry as believers and that's who we are is that Complaining isn't even in our inventory. Like when we complain, it's a dead giveaway that it's all about us. And it ends up, we, we, we're complaining about things that are happening in our life and we're positioned for it. Because we're setting ourselves up to experience that. You know, the children coming out of, out, of, um, coming out of Egypt, you know, they could have walked in a way without complaining. They, had, they walked through the Red Sea. They experienced freedom. They experienced manna falling every day from heaven. And there's a reason that, that that manna would come each day and it just didn't come all at once was because we are meant to, to, to yearn and, and to want Him in our lives each day, not to gather up, <laughs> to, to recognize our need, our recognize our need for Him. And like when we see that, like do what? All things without complaining. Like, not just some things. And that's not to, to beat us up, but I'm telling you, that's like 
That's who we are. That's the truth of who we are that we can live in such a way. Man, I, it's communicating this is like, man, I almost need to say it in tongues. But just what's happening in my life is I'm, I'm this, my eyes are being enlightened to what this truth says. And, it, and, it's, and it's changing every aspect of my life. I know I may not be communicating this perfectly, but I, I'm trying to communicate that this word is really true. That I, I'm, I'm experiencing peace and I'm experiencing love like I've never experienced in my life. I go out in public and I see people that need love and I've always wanted to love them. And I've always wanted to communicate because it's in my heart and that's, that's in your heart too because you're, you have Jesus in you and if you have Jesus in you, that means that your heart yearns to reach people. And, and we're trying to learn how to do this, but we're meant to become it. And we're frustrated because it's not working. And I'm telling you, if, if you meditate on this to the degree that you become what this word says, you'll live more accidentally than you ever meant to on purpose. You won't be spinning your wheels trying to get it to work. I got there. <laughs> You know, there's somebody I've been wanting to minister to, and I've, and you know, for years that I've always seen at the grocery store. I'm like, oh, I don't want to say this, you know, I don't want to want to communicate the gospel to them. And it's like, we're not supposed to do evangelism, we're supposed to be evangelism. Like we're pre we're teaching people how to evangelize, you become evangelism. You become who Jesus is and you will reach the lost. Like we can't learn how to do that. We can be equipped with, with some tools, but ultimately it's becoming this truth. It's becoming this love. Like we, we are full of his love. Like fear doesn't have a place in our life if we're convinced of his love. Complaining doesn't have a place in our life if we're full of His love. Like we begin to actually consider more, consider others more than ourselves. You know, here is the thing that um, a lot of you don't know, I haven't really talked about, but I, um, I almost joined the Marine Corps when I was, when I was 20 years old. And I was at a place in my life where, just like every other teenager, trying to find out what I was going to do with my life, right? All the pressure, there's so much pressure on, on this young generation to figure out what you are going to do for the rest of your life, right? That is a really big decision to make. 
and we want them to make it right out of high school. <laughs> but I mean, we're we're I mean, we're in a process of discovering ourselves, right? The I'm at a place today that I can say, honestly, the more I feel like I mature in the Lord, oh, shh. Okay, just kidding. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, the more that I feel like I'm just growing, the more that I'm realizing, the more how much I don't really know. I'm like, oh my goodness. I feel like I'm just a baby. And, you know, when I was in this process of getting ready to join the Marine Corps, and I value and appreciate everybody who joins the service, thank you for your service. Thank you for laying your life down for our country. I, that is amazing. And I just value that so much. And I, so I was 19. I was in this place of not knowing direction. I'm like, I started to add up all the things in my life. I, I like to play with toy guns. I like to play with army men. You know, I like to, you know, and I, I like to play video games and shoot people. <laughs> so I like add all these things up, and I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to go to the Marine Corps, okay? Um, and I'm in a place in my life where I am heavily, heavily involved in drugs and addiction, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop all that and then go into the Marine Corps, and my life's going to work out, and. Um, I was joining to go in for infantry. Like that it's hard to see probably see me see myself as somebody I was going to the Marine Corps to do that. And I had such fear and anxiety in my life. And I mean I felt fear and anxiety to the point where I was I went to the base, I went to all that, went to the recruiter, and I had this fear and this anxiety so much on my life. Has anybody had fear so much that you f feel like you're dying? <laughs> yeah, like fear can grip you to that point. And this fear was gripping me. And the Lord communicated. I just felt like he communicated this to me recently. He said, if you would have gone into the Marine Corps you would have lost your life. And he's like, the reason that you would have lost your life is because you were so full of fear and anxiety and you were going, you were going to the Marine Corps to join the infantry to be on the front lines. And he said, he said now I've given people a grace and a calling to do that but I didn't give you the grace to do that. He said, you know, when you sign that, when you swear in and you sign that dotted line that you are laying down your rights, that you are surrendering your life to the government and you are surrendering the, your opinions, all that stuff, it really doesn't matter. You, you're owned by the government to lay down your life, you know, and, you know, that, that's the, I would perceive the glory of it, but, but he said, I didn't give you the grace and the calling to lay down your life in that way. 
but I have graced you and I've called you to lay down your life for me. See, why do we look at, and this may, there, there, there's a grace for that though. Like there's a grace for us to lay down. Like when I say a grace, there's an empowerment beyond your own ability to believe that and to step into that. And he said, I have called you to lay down your life for me, to surrender your rights to me. And that, and that sounds like that we're, I want to communicate it in, in love and truth, but until you surrender your rights, you won't live in the freedom that God has offered to us freely. Until we lay down our opinions and our judgments and these things, until we, until we get a revelation of when I'm saying yes to Jesus, when I'm making Him Lord, <laughs> when, when something happens like, with my wife or with somebody else, like I don't, I don't have the right to be angry at them. Like I don't have the right to judge them. I don't have the right to act, to give them the cold shoulder or the silent treatment. Like I, I give up my rights and I put on love so that I can love I love my wife, I love my kids and the people that are around me. And that only comes through intimacy though. Like that only comes through relationship. Like I think that that idea of laying down our rights has been so perverted in the in the body of it's made it's been turned into a law instead of an expression of freedom of a way that we can live. Thank you, Lord. So I just, man, I just end on that. That we, that we build our life upon His love in such a way that we are free, we're free from us. That we're free from, free from self. And when we're free from that, we can truly live and we can truly love one another, consider one another, and stir each other up. Like we're meant to be stirred up. Because if you're not stirred up, you'll settle to the bottom. And like there is so much in this life for us to experience and there's so much for us that's laid before us. Imagine if I told you in your backyard was $10 million buried, right? Imagine, now you could, you could believe me or you could not believe me. And depending on how much you want to believe, you could use a spoon to dig 
You could use a shovel or you can use an excavator. It could be your choice. But God's Word is sitting here with all this truth and all this life. And if we just change our perception and the way that we see this and, and see our lives and see God, it'll change everything. It, it'll, it'll truly produce transformation in our life and in a way that we can live beyond just just the normal of life and live beyond that. The question is, will we dig? Will we trust what God says? Will we believe His Word? Will we dig for that truth and mine that truth in our lives to bring it into our hearts? So God, we just thank You. Man, we are just so thankful for You. No, we just thank you that you are so good. You're a good father. You really are. God, we just thank you for reminding us through this season what it's all about. God, it's just about looking at you, changing the way that we see ourselves, changing the way that we see you. And just looking at your truth, looking at your word, and just accepting the challenge that I'm not just going to to read this and to look at this as just mere instruction, but I'm going to look at this as this is who I am. This is my identity. That when I look in the mirror of this truth, I see you and I see you in me and it changes me and it transforms me. And I just lay down, (laughs) I just lay down my rights and make you Lord. I just make you Lord of my life. God, I just surrender to your, just surrender to you. And just thank you for your presence. Thank you, Father. Thank you that we can be a light shining so bright. Thank you that we carry your life, your fullness. Thank you, Lord, that we leave here changed. That we don't walk in here the same way that we come here and we walk out changed. Convicted to see things more clearly. Convicted to see truth. To put on everything that you say about us. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Appreciate y'all. Amen. Let's show Courtney some love. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Thanks, buddy.